you're tuned in to Ultimate Universal Talk. Shrek! A.K.A. Uh... Shrek, I'm a donkey! I'm a donkey, Shrek! With Mr. Universe, Landon Doe. Why is it Donald Duck wearing any pants, pervert? Welcome to Ultimate Universal Talk, a.k.a. Ut Talk. My name is Landon Doan, and first, we're going to talk about the preview of the new Hagrid ride coming to Universal Islands of Adventure. Later, we're going to tell you how staying at Disney's Coronado Springs is un-American. But first, we're going to talk to Garrett Kritzinger, who recently went down to Universal. Garrett, what did you think of Universal, and why is it better than Disney? Uh, it was pretty cool, and there's Harry Potter. Right? Wasn't it super cool, Garrett? Why do you think that staying at Disney Coronado Springs is un-American? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've never been... It's a really interesting thought there, Garrett. Well, you're, I'm joined with my guest, Garrett Kritzinger, who recently went down to Universal Talk. You're listening to Ultimate Universal Talk, a.k.a. Uh, hey, 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 wait. What, what is going on in here? <laughs> this, are, you doing, are you trying to do a Universal podcast? What do you think this is? This is the Monday Morning Monorail Studio. Get out of here, you jabronis. Hit the theme music. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am joined by a basket full of chicken nuggets. Let's go around the table, and we're going to go backwards this time and introduce first, joining us via the magical Monday Morning Monorail video chat, is Samantha from Orlando. What's going on? From Orlando. Well, currently from Orlando. I am in Orlando and from here at the moment. <laughs> but Samantha Monorail joining us and also on the Magical Monday Morning Monorail video chat hotline is one Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome back to the Monorail. Always fun to be on the Monorail and uh, I'm I'm just coming from Knoxville. And by the way, I'm from Knoxville. From Knoxville, and today is your birthday. Happy Happy birthday, birthday. Landon. Happy birthday, 21. Right, absolutely. (laughs) I can finally start drinking legally. I hear it's so cool. And by the way, this is not an April Fool's joke. Today is literally my birthday. (laughs) No, he's our favorite April Fool. And he's not as old as Frank Cardillo. True. Yeah. <laughs> true facts. Hashtag true facts. And then in the room with me today across the table is... Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown. I'm ready to play the grand prize game. Have you got the buckets lined up? We're in progress of the buckets. They've currently got holes. We're going to fix it. Don't oh, worry. All right. Well, yeah, let's plug up the buckets. And to my right is none other than Buckets himself. Big Mac. Big Mac. Big Mac. Uh-oh. Big You're going to get another phone call from the uh, McDonald's Corporation. Wait a minute. Big Mac. Wait, hey, this is appropriate because uh, officially the Major League Baseball season has started. Are you a big fan of Big Mac, Mark McGuire? No. No. Who? Yeah, well, kids these days. W- listen, back in the day when it was okay for everybody to use steroids, baseball was a lot more fun. We were we were jacking home runs every time up to the plate, and Mark McGuire hit people. in one season. Mark McGuire hit two hundred and thirty-seven home runs. It was incredible. 
It was it, season. best season ever. Sammy Sosa hit 236. He almost, almost. But he did, did that in one game, so that, yeah. that, that's kind of more impressive. <laughs> but the rest of the season, no home runs for Sammy Sosa. Yep. But you it see, crazy. steroids are very hard on your body, and so he was out like the rest of the year because he just had injuries. That was game one, 236 home runs, out the rest of the year. Sounds like a yep. great plan. I say we should all do steroids. <laughs> but hey, it's. I'm just telling you, it's it's it leads to more entertaining baseball. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Ringo uses steroids. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Ringo is on steroids. He is on steroids, but he's not jacking any home runs. Maybe we need to get him in the batting cage. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, they do. That's what puts butts in the seats. Well, welcome back. This isn't baseball talk. It's not universal talk. This is Monday Morning Monorail, the podcast about Walt Disney World and the Walt Disney World Resort. This is episode number 50, and today is April the 1st. So welcome to April, and uh, this is the month of Landon, and... It's very appropriate yep. because, Landon, you've got a trip coming up in what now, like eight days? I am T-minus eight days from going down to Walt Disney. Oh, baby. I could not be more happy. Like, there is a not zero percent chance that I'm just going to break down and start sobbing <laughs> as soon as I walk into the parks. That's how excited I am. And I'm there for five days, so I'm probably going to just, like, ugly cry five times. It's going to be fantastic. Well, for your birthday, this show today is all about you, my friend. And we're going to help you get prepared for that trip coming up in eight days we're going to kind of weave in our little trip report from last week our spring break trip down to walt disney world so it's not all about you (laughs) yes it is because it's all in service of helping landon plan the best possible trip he can have when yeah, he goes we need down. to do Disney or Dawes does Disney right. Exactly. So hashtag Dawes does Disney. Yeah. So so we're gonna tie it all back to Landon, and and it is the show of the Landon. It's the month be. of Landon. <laughs> I, I'm just glad it took 50 episodes for your family's podcast to finally be about. Me. <laughs> it's about time. Thank you. It's been a fun ride. We've come around. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So. Let's get started, and we're going to talk a little bit about, just to set up the foundation about the things that we experienced last week, some of the things that we did. We actually, as a family, had a lot of first-time experiences at Walt Disney World, and I said this um, last week on my little intro and outro I recorded to my pitiful two clips of recording that I did um, in the Walt Disney it World parks. It would have been three. It would have been at least someone three. someone would have pressed the record button. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to hit record on that jewel yeah. we recorded in, or oh. quote unquote recorded in Epcot. Did you say jewel? The jewel. That, oh, come on, McKenna. <laughs> Kids these days, all they can think about is vaping. She wants, she wants to step outside and hit that jewel. Anyway. Ooh. Yeah. Mango pod gang. Don't don't be a loser. Don't vape. It's lame. Yeah, and actually that ties to some Disney World news, but we'll get back to that. Um, but what I was gonna say is that I mentioned that even you know I've been going my whole life, and now we've taken several. The kids have been several times, and there's still things that we're experiencing for the first time ever. Some of them may be shocking to you, so uh, hold on to your seats. And uh, of course, Sam. She wasn't able to join us every day that we were in the parks, but she did manage to come out a couple of times, and we still got some good quality uh, Disney time in with Samantha Monorail as well. We're going to talk all about that. Just to get started, so when we got there, we arrived Saturday. Saturday night, we went over to Wilderness Lodge because Sunday we, we picked up Garrett from from the uh, resort that will not be named on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but, but Saturday, we went over to Wilderness Lodge, and we tried... For the first time ever, 
Whispering Canyon Cafe. And so I just wanted to quickly talk about that. There was a lot of um, rambunctious activity going on, but it wasn't like crazy over the top where it felt like you were just in the middle of like a Chuck E. Cheese or something. That's how I wanted to feel. I wanted to feel like I was in the middle of like in the ocean and people were throwing bread at me. That's that's the feeling that what? I was trying to get. Shut up. I what think a weird my way to favorite describe. part was the snuggle old man who was our server. He, he came so up nice. and he was like, howdy partners. And he tried so hard to have a southern accent and it was the most adorable <laughs> thing. I'm pretty sure I would have hugged him if it wouldn't have been inappropriate. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, man, y'all had quite the evening. It sounds like it's it's all about the the servers and the experience they bring you. And I think it's true. You know, I would say the same thing about when we went to fifties prime time. Your experience is going to be greatly affected by the server and how much bought into that experience they are and how much they bring it to you. And ours, he was really good. He wasn't like crazy over the top, um, but he was still in the spirit of the thing. Yeah. So I thought that was good. You know, and like we asked him to bring us waters, and he was like. Okay, but it comes out of the lake out back, so uh, I'll just have to go get, you know. No, like, he said he had to get it from the pond. Oh, the pond. Sorry, the pond he out back. He said it's pond water. Yeah. And he was so snuggly. He's like a papaw. It was adorable. <laughs> yeah, Sam apparently really liked your uh, your server. Yeah. He, he was he was a cute old man. He'd shuffle around with that tray in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was he, like Mole Man from The Simpsons or something? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, then I get it. Yeah, he is snuggly. Well. It was a fun meal. You know, it's it's a good place for families. Uh, they do have individual entrees you can order. We ordered a pig skillet, yeah. which was an all-you-care-to-eat. All three of us got it. It's $33 a person, but it includes braised pork belly, maple chipotle um, barbecue ribs, slow-smoked pulled pork, mustard barbecue piggy wings, and then western-style sausage along with potatoes, corn, and green beans. And the piggy wings were so good. It was, yeah, that sounds good. I would it, eat that. It was very tasty. And if you compare that to like if you go to a any buffet at Walt Disney World, you know, you're paying like 30, 45 bucks, 30 to 45 bucks, somewhere in that range. So this is all you care to eat. It's a similar kind of experience. So they do have a plant based one for oh, anyone yeah. out there who Vegetarians. is a vegetarian. They do have a plant based skillet. And and then they have one that's land and sea that includes salmon. And yeah. On, on, so. Oh, I thought you meant Landon. Yes, yes, I told you we're twice. tying it back to you. It's Landon and uh, the Landon skillet, Landon Sea skillet. Um, but yeah, it's a and, bunch of fried chicken and chicken fingers. I don't understand <laughs> what, what what a fish. Uh, <laughs> it was really really good, and we really and we enjoyed. We had that good experience. drinks too. Yeah, I was going to mention. So I ordered the blackberry moonshine lemonade. It was twelve fifty, and it was very tasty. I got a nice picture of it. I'll have to put it out there. And then you, did you get an old fashioned? What did you get? No, I got, um, and I can't remember. And I was trying to look it up. So I think you got something that was similar to like a Manhattan, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Overall, good experience, right? We'd go yeah. back to Whispering Canyon. I would go back and we should bring Garrett too. I know I would go back. <laughs> Garrett would go back for the first time. And then we did a little touring of the resort, but then we stepped outside and, and visited Geyser Point for a second time. And just got some drinks out there. McKenna, you had a ginger beer. I did, and it was very good. And they're not alcoholic, right. so don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> and that's where mom got her old-fashioned. A bu- yeah. You got a bullet old-fashioned. Yes, right? I did, and it was delicious. Which inspired others around you to get the same thing after you got it. And Spreading that old people taste. But I know I was making people jealous with my uh, frozen pina colava. It was... <laughs> 
pink and frozen and looked delicious, and it was delicious, and I don't care. It, it was a fruity drink, and I enjoyed my fruity drink. Hey, you're on vacation. Enjoy what you enjoy, man. Yeah. Hey, we're by the water. It just felt like I wanted something tropical. And we timed it out to where we were actually outside when Happily Ever After started at the Magic Kingdom. So we ended up stepping away from Geyser Point, and we walked over. There's a little patio that overlooks the lake. And you can kind of step out there, and you have to, because the fireworks are definitely obstructed by trees and the Wilderness Lodge. You can barely see the stuff that goes like kind of way up in the, in the sky, but they do pump in the Happily Ever After music at Geyser Point, so you can hear it. But immediately after, the electrical water pageant started, and it was right off the shore where we were standing. So we got to see the electrical water pageant. I think that was the first time I've probably seen it in like 15, 20 years. It so. was the first time I've ever seen right, it. Right, so there's one of our first. Garrett, I don't think you'd seen it aside from watching the YouTube I, video. Garrett no, you weren't there. I saw it um, a different day. No, you never saw it. No, I did. When I did, did you see? see it. He um, see it. He saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Go past us. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were um, going out of Magic Kingdom after Wishes and waited oh, on buses to take us to the, the parking lot. And then you lot. guys saw it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Wishes, and by the way. Wishes is gone. Happily whatever. Ever after. What's it called? Happily Ever Happily After. Ever. <laughs> I keep getting it confused. I'm still holding out for Wishes, too. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> wishes Part 2. Exactly. Oh, well. More wishes. And the good thing about the uh, Geyser Point was we left our drinks at the bar, and we didn't get roofied. That's a win for me. (laughs) This time. This time. Say what? Yeah. No one spit in my drink, I hope. So now we can get to the important stuff that really affects you, Landon, because I know you're not planning a Wilderness Lodge visit on this trip. No, uh, I am going to be hitting up the parks, and I originally was going to be going to some of the resorts to uh, partake in some of the food. I had reservations, and I found myself canceling a whole bunch of whole bunch of reservations uh, for food. More park time. Yeah, yeah, more park time. That's that's why I'm going down there. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we started our week at Epcot. We actually Monday morning we went over to Epcot. We. Got there a little bit after it opened because we all, I think, were a little tired Sunday night. We slept in a little bit. I was kind of thinking back. I think this was my first time ever going to the parks, staying at a non-Disney resort. I can't ever remember doing that because at least it was a partner resort I stayed at. It, you know, it may not have been like one of the Disney resorts, but it was at least a partner resort. So driving there, having to go through the parking and go through all that, I've never had to do that. I don't remember it at least. Get so, used to it. Yeah. So uh, so it was an interesting experience for me. Um, Epcot, of course, you get to, you know, you park right at Epcot. It was pretty simple. They've got the tram that takes you up, and then we had to go through bag check. And I didn't know really what to expect about crowd levels for the week. That I mean, I knew it was going to be busy. It was spring break. Uh, according to touringplans.com, I had checked, and it, all the parks were supposed to be like a seven and eight. It had to be nines and tens all week because the day that we were at Epcot... Even the Grand Fiesta Tour had like a 45-minute wait. Yeah. (laughs) Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So we ended up not right because we went into the Mexico Pavilion. I've never seen the line for the Grand Fiesta Tour so long. You couldn't even move around in the pavilion because the line was backed up so far. So we were like, yeah, I guess we're not going to do that one right now. And we moved on. But it was nuts. And it was kind of like that all week. But as far as first-time experience... so. The International Flower and Garden Festival is going on right now, Landon. So one of the things that you'll be able to see 
are the topiaries that are, are dispersed awesome. throughout the parks. They're amazing. I mean, you get to see as soon as see you go the in. Kermit one. Yeah, you got to see. And and it's kind of fun like walking around and trying to find them all because, you know, some of them are not obviously placed. So you kind of have to do some exploring in the World Showcase Pavilion to like really find all of them. Also, go back if you can, like actually travel back into the countries. We've never really traveled throughout all of the countries before they're Until really this week. cool yeah uh is there uh speaking on the uh the the festival going on down there you know epcot has all these awesome foods and drinks was there anything that y'all partook that is a uh, that's an exclusive i guess right now for the festival that you would recommend yeah absolutely so we did try some of the the food booths and uh we didn't get to try as much as as probably we wanted to mckenna what was your favorite so I got this tea that had like blueberry, blueberries oh, yeah. in it. I don't remember what it was called. I'm it about was to tell you. Really I, good. I took note of it. You got the uh, blueberry lemon and ginger tea, <laughs> which came from the trowel and trellis. Yeah, booth. I'm a big fan of ginger apparently, but I really liked it. That was your favorite thing. Yeah. Wow. It was so good. It was refreshing. And four dollars. Yeah, four dollars and twenty five cents. It was really good. Not not a bad price. And yeah, she was reluctant to get it, I think. And, I was. and then I'm and you turned out to be glad that you got it. I was I thought you were gonna go with poutine. The poutine was good, but that's not an exclusive. I thought I don't know. Maybe it's not. We got the two kinds. We got the traditional poutine and then we got the brisket poutine and the brisket poutine was way better. Just so, oh my god, really I didn't good. know brisket poutine was an it option. Had beer cheese on it and it was delicious. Yeah, and I, I don't have the name of the of the booth that we got it from but i'll tell you this if you're if you're going into world showcase you want to go we went counterclockwise so like you're say you're starting on the canada side and it's over to the right uh before you ever get into canada there's a booth that has poutine it's like right there and so that's that's where we got it from and it was they they do have poutine there at the other ones i think they do variations of the poutine because they still have like the bloody mary there too and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so it it is um pretty consistent like i think last time well no that was the uh lobster chips but um they had poutine and stuff so okay yeah garrett you want to talk about your favorite thing you got from the food booths Hmm. Oh, the pizza. Yeah, the pizza. But that wasn't specifically for flower and garden. No, it wasn't. I I don't think I had anything that was from the boots specific. This came from. So I'm just wrong about where all this stuff came from, <laughs> apparently. But it uh, it came from the Primavera Kitchen. It was the pizza Toscana, and you really liked it. Okay, so this wasn't a special item, but he enjoyed it. We also got um, something called Zeppola. Which is a ricotta cheese fritter with powdered sugar, raspberry, and chocolate hazelnut drizzle. And that was really good. Let me just tell you, amazing. So good. That does sound amazing. Oh, my God. And it almost got Garrett attacked by a seagull because... Yeah, a seagull landed on my table whenever I was protecting it. And it aggressively looked at me. It was These tables are not big, by the way. Every once in a while, it would charge at it, and I would have to... So so all over World (laughs) Showcase, they've got these circular standing tables that, you know, so basically you have a place to sit your food and drink and and enjoy it and then move along. And they're, you know, about the size of like how, how maybe two feet across. They're not very large. So the the seagull landed on the table just opposite Garrett and was just like just (laughs) waiting to make its move. And because Garrett was staring at me. Yeah. Garrett was guarding the food. (laughs) 
Garrett was Garrett was guarding the food while McKenna and I went over to the Lotus House mm-hmm. and we got the uh, Szechuan spicy red braised beef shank over rice. And we got wontons. We did get one. We didn't get wontons from the booth, did we? Did you? No, we got crab and Cra- the crab. It was it was the crab, which were good. Yeah, the, it's like crab rangoon. They call it something else, but yeah, they it's crab and cream cheese fried. So it's yeah. yeah, and it was really good. And then you also got a bubble tea. I did get a bubble you, tea, and you're not a fan of the bubbles. I don't like <laughs> the boba. The, I don't like the boba in it, the tapioca pearls, but I like the drink itself. Like I always like the drink itself. I just don't like the pearls yeah. in the drink because I don't I don't like chewing my drink, so I just don't drink. <laughs> those so bubble tea I, I, I don't understand the the obsession with the bubble tea thing. i don't it's, either i don't get it it's just a novelty i got a kung fu punch to drink uh, which was ten dollars and it's a, a adult cocktail and it was very good it was a nice compliment i felt like to the spicy red braised beef shank but i, I will tell you it definitely had the you could you could tell there was like chinese influence on the taste to me it tastes like a pot roast Almost like the beef tasted like a pot roast, but it was still really good. Was, and the rice was really good with the sauce too under it. That yeah. They, mm, Man, I made a mistake not eating lunch before I asked you all this question. Right. <laughs> but but here here's some advice I'll give you. So there are so mu- so many options of food and beverages all throughout the World Showcase. You need to find a good resource that has a list of the menus before you go. And maybe make note of some things that you definitely want to try. But but here's here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to go in and try to like walk by the booths and get an idea as you go because you're going to end up all the way on the other end of World Showcase and you're and you're going to tell yourself, man, I wish I'd gotten that Szechuan beef back in China. Yeah, I mean, and you're it, on the other because that is exactly what happened to us. Because Garrett wanted pizza, but I still didn't know what I wanted, and I was like. The Chinese stuff sounded really good, but I might as well go explore. It's a lot bigger than I always think it is. It's all, yeah. I always think it's so much smaller, but it's huge. It's a long walk. And plus, with it being as crowded as it was, it was a pain to try to navigate through the crowds just to get... Like, we weren't just, like, casually strolling, looking at things. We had a mission. We were trying to go get that Szechuan beef, and people were in our way, right? So, yeah, Morty, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. I got to try something there, but I was going to mention it. Ask. No, no, no. I was, I was actually. That's where I was going next, and because that was not on Monday. That was when you got to join us on on uh, Saturday. Yeah. And, and you tried street corn. Street corn, yeah. It's, street corn. Now, what is that? It's uh, corn on the cob, but they had garlic and butter and seasoning all over it. It's so good. Yeah. Yes, please and thank you. Yeah, it's grilled corn yeah and that also came from the trail and trellis that's 550 that one yeah that's the flower and garden booth Mm -hmm. i will pay five dollars and fifty cents for that street corn that sounds amazing it's so good i was eating it and there's corn like flying out of my face you know because it's on a cob and i was like this is fine i don't care judge me so good yeah I mean, a lot of options, but really do do your homework before you go because you're you're either going to miss something that you just don't see when you're walking around or you're going to run into that problem of you're on the wrong end of World Showcase and you wanted something else. So it's way better to go in prepared. That's and, a good suggestion. And there's like a, pavil- a pavilion that has like... I, um, it has like a little beverage, and there are some little snack foods too. 
um, counter, and then there's an open area where there's some shopping, but people can go in there and cool off a little bit, and they also have, like, baby station and a first aid station in there, so people don't really go in there, and I went in there and got a beer flight, and it was pretty, well, the watermelon rind beer was disgusting don't i don't know who thought a watermelon rind would make a tasty beer yeah but the lemon ginger beer was really good it's like a linen kugel the summer shandy except for tastier yeah so so and what you're talking about is actually in the old odyssey restaurant so and it's on the other end of world showcase so it's on the mexico side so if you're on the side where Test Track is and you're going to go clockwise around World Showcase, that's where the Odyssey is before you get into World Showcase. Yeah. yeah. That, and that I'm kind of morbidly cool. curious over that watermelon rind beer, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I drank it, and actually, I, whenever I first took a drink, I made a horrible face. And there was a cast member, um, and they're kind of picking up some stuff, and he saw me do it, and he goes was that gross? And I said, yeah, it was awful. And he goes, what is it? And I told him it was the watermelon rind beer. And he was like, well, don't drink it. And I was like, well, I, I paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> yeah, that's not how that works here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just got a kick out of the fact that I just kept drinking it because I was like, this was $4. <laughs> it's, it's almost like drinking Beverly. You have to go back to remind yourself like how disgusting it is. <laughs> oh, man, that video so y'all put out, I could feel the hurt in all y'all's faces. Ooh, oh, like yeah. regret instantly. Oh, that was great. Yeah, the rest right. of the sodas are really good, but There's Beverly. some good ones, yeah. Really yeah. Bad. Yep. I've never had Beverly. Make like, sure you because you have to have it when you Yeah, I, I want to. Because Club Cool is going to be shutting down soon, so make sure you stop by and get a little a shot of Beverly before you go in. It's good. <laughs> it's good to do. Let's talk about some first time experiences at Epcot. So we did soaring around the world this time. Yeah. And um, what what thoughts did you all have about it? I liked. I liked it, it a yeah. lot. So good reviews from the kids. Enjoyed. I know we talked a little bit about it on the live in park recordings. You yeah. enjoyed the smells. Yeah, the smells were really nice. Um, and it's it's a nice, easy, breezy kind of ride. For me, I, I thought it was fine. I definitely don't see any reason to wait like hours for that. No. That's like 30 minutes or less or fast pass. Otherwise, no, no reason to wait for it. We did Frozen Ever After for the first time. Yeah. I like that. It was really cool. Yeah. On the old Maelstrom track. I wish it was still Maelstrom. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And Landon, I think it's pretty cool because there are some advanced effects, cool animatronics in there that it's worth it to see. And the track is really cool. I like the track a lot. The track. And it fits with the songs, which I really like. Mm-hmm. The track was the same as Maelstrom, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been cool to see that with the Vikings. Yeah. I do not have a fast pass for Frozen Ever After. Would this be a ride that you would suggest standing in line for? We waited a, a little over 45 minutes, and I think we probably waited too long. Like, since we've yeah, done it now, I wouldn't long. wait that long again. Okay. Um, I, I might. Okay. So Garrett might. If it was Vikings, I would wait that long. <laughs> I love Vikings. So I really If it was Vikings, it would have been a five-minute wait. That's why the Maelstrom went away, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I think if you could catch it, like... Make sure to pay attention to the to the My Disney Experience app and watch the wait times. And if you can catch it, if it's like 30 minutes or less or something, yeah, do it. I would do it. We also did, it was kind of interesting. This was the first time we've ever done Mission Space Green, 
We have always done Mission Space Orange, which is the mission to Mars, and it's the more intense experience. Mission Space Green actually is a totally different experience because it's not only not only does it not spin, so you don't have to worry about the you know potential motion sickness and that feeling the rest of the day. It's actually a totally different thing. So you you just go out into space and kind of do a, a circle around Earth and then come back in and, and land back on the planet. So the wait was what? 10 minutes or we got did we get fast pet no we didn't no. we only waited like 15 minutes for it and i thought it was cool yeah we were essentially what we were doing at that point was we were waiting on our test track window to come up because we did get fast passes for test track and so we had a little time and i was like why not go do mission space green we've never done it and i think if you're a person who's very sensitive to motion sickness it's a cool way to still experience the ride because i'll tell you once you're in the capsule it still does some of the movement. It just doesn't spin like the other one does. I still felt like it was a, a pretty immersive, cool experience. Like, so it's, a, I think it's a good option. I felt a little motion sick after it. I, I am, I can get very sensitive to motion sickness. sometimes. Okay. And this one still got you a little, it wasn't as much as orange. Orange. It's, it's kind of hard to make me motion sick. I get motion sick. I'm kind of in the middle of you two, I guess now, because I get orange does make me motion sick. But one of the things I would say, like when you do mission space orange, you have to keep your eyes in front of you and open the whole time staring at your screen. Cause if you look to the sides or, or anything, it's going to be bad. Orange, really bad news. Orange didn't make me motion sick. And I didn't even look at the screen the whole time. Yeah, so you've got like an iron constitution, but I'm not quite there anymore. <laughs> I can't read things. In not the when car it comes getting motion sick. Not when it comes to VR, though. Yeah, but but then uh, McKenna, um, this one got you. So it's something to keep in mind. But it is at least if you want to do the mission space, you are a little bit motion sensitive. Then green, I think, is a good option. The only other thing I was going to mention was just a quick story uh, from Epcot on Monday. The crowd level had one other unexpected consequence that we weren't prepared for. Garrett is a huge fan of the Mickey pretzel. And he had kind of been saying throughout the day that he really wanted to get a Mickey pretzel. I was like, we'll get you a pretzel. Don't worry. They're everywhere. Like almost every cart has a Mickey pretzel. We get to the end of the day. No carts had Mickey pretzels. They were gone. Like from every cart, there were no, we went to at least three or four different carts, no pretzels in the park. So, I was like, Garrett, I know of one more cart. It's over by Test Track. Let's go over there because we were headed towards the Test Track for our Fast Pass anyway. We head over there, get to the cart, and we can see it as we're walking up. No Mickey pretzels. So Garrett gets very disappointed. It, it, we're getting very close to having like an, you know a, a little bit of a breakdown uh, just from disappointment. And I was like, look, I know that in Germany they have those big pretzels that they make, and they make them there. I'm sure they've, bless they, me. I'm sure that bless you. I'm sure they've got them. So anyway, I was like, you guys stay here. I'll run to Germany and go get a pretzel, <laughs> and then I'll come back. They sit down, and then as I'm running, like, Garrett's texting. He's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't need a pretzel. I see this cart being pushed up, like a, like a warming cart, like a baking cart, being pushed up to a food cart that's between me and getting towards, like, where um, interventions would be. And I, and I see some people starting to come over and line up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, fresh pretzels. So... I run up. There were a couple people in front of me, and they all got like five pretzels each. I was like, "Please don't get off!" Oh my god, why? Why was there a run on pretzels at Epcot that day? I don't know. So I ended up. Are they a form of currency or something? They're they're really good, and they're (laughs) Mickey shaped, and we all know food Mickey shaped food is better. That is true. So I ended up. I was lucky. I got two of them, but I told them when I got there, I was like, "Oh, thank goodness, we were having a." 
pretzel crisis um, over here. And she and the the cast member said. She's like, I don't know what's up today, but no one in the park has pretzels. Like, it's they're all gone from everywhere. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's insane. The lesson here is, if you're passing buy a, a, buy a pretzel if, if you see it. If you're yeah, passing a cart and you're like, I'd like to have that, you should probably just go ahead and get it. Because you never know what's going to happen. That's, okay. what I, that's the lesson. You don't want to have a Disney breakdown later. So, Justin's lesson to me is spend more money at the Disney parks. Got it. That's not, that is not exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But Disney is okay with that message if that's what you took away from it. Yeah. Let's talk about Hollywood Studios. One thing we saw when we got there was gondola testing as we oh pulled my gosh, up. Yes, I actually have a video of the gondolas moving. And they were then they were moving. They were moving all right. And we did see the, the uncovered one, the yellow one. It was making an appearance. And my observation was that Obviously, they can stop the cables if they need to because we saw it start and stop several times as we were watching it. So if someone needed some extra time or something to get on, they could do that. But once the gondolas go in the station, it seems like it takes them two or three minutes before they come back out. So if you kind of think about the way they load things like Spaceship Earth or the People Mover, like the continuous loading, um, and they try to keep it moving, but it moves slowly through the station. I think that's how they're going to work. But if there's someone that needs extra time, I guess they'll just stop the cables. But they look cool. I'm excited about the gondolas. It'll be interesting to see what it's like in the sweat box. I don't think it's going to be a sweat box. I really don't. I, if they move as fast as they were, it should, we shouldn't be in there. Well, I, but right. But then people like. I think the question comes up like if they're stopped and you're up on a cable. Yeah. Eh. And it's like a hundred degrees. So I'm sitting at work yesterday, and it's like only. 75 or something close to 80 outside but a little mini rainstorm comes through and by mini I mean it rained for like not even 30 seconds and and it's not even that hot I walk outside and my hair goes whoosh and it just like <laughs> frizzed up to like craziness and it felt like I was in steam like I felt like I walked into a sauna yeah well, why are just we saying moving there it's again? pretty hot Resounding res- uh, endorsement from Samantha Monterey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, how are they going to keep those gondolas cool when the weather is like that here? Yeah. It's we'll crazy. See. Who knows? We'll just have to the test it out. Is there not. We're going to be guinea pigs. We're going to ride them all day. We'll figure it out. Um, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to ride the gondolas so I can lose five pounds today. <laughs> it's like a sauna. Yeah. We didn't really do any new things at Hollywood Studios because... No. You know, Star Wars hasn't opened yet. Lightning McQueen Racing Academy, which is as of this recording, is opening Sunday. Really? So now, so now that it's Monday, April first, it's open, so people can start experiencing the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy. But we didn't get to do that. I think it's in a weird spot. It is in a weird spot. It's over there by Rock and Roller Coaster, and um, yeah, everything is weird in Hollywood Studios right now. Yeah. Um, we did eat lunch at Woody's Lunchbox. We did yes. the mobile ordering. Here's some takeaways. Breakfast is better, in my opinion, from Woody's Lunchbox. The breakfast is really good. Lunch is still good. McKenna got a barbecue brisket melt. Which was good. It was pretty good. Garrett got the tachos. The tachos were amazing. And they were really good. They were yeah. probably the best thing we ordered. What's a tacho? I assume it's some sort of taco. No, it's... it's... a nacho thing, but instead of, like... Well, they, they, they have Fritos in them, but they also have tater tots. <laughs> have you ever had, like, a Frito pie... Or yes, like a, or like a, or basically like a, uh, um, a Petro. Yeah. Add, add potato. Be- they call them potato barrels. Add tater tater tots into it, 
That's tachos. Yeah, it's oh pretty good. It's like chili with with Fritos and tater tots and, and it. cheese, sour and cream, cheese. yeah, all that stuff. It's it's really I would good. Eat that. And they were really good. I I stuffed my mouth with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had the smoked turkey sandwich and I had a side of tomato basil soup. Surprisingly, the tomato basil, basil soup was actually pretty good. The turkey sandwich was just fine. And then I had a grown-up lemonade, which was good. I don't know why Andy has alcohol at his lunchbox, but he does. Hey, don't <laughs> question it. He's having a exactly. party. Yeah, we, we, we don't know what was going on with his mom when, when she packed her lunch. Maybe <laughs> some stuff is happening at home. <laughs> I mean, those movies do get really dark. Yeah. They do. They do. And, by the way, an all-day item at Woody's lunchbox are those Pop-Tarts. The, the those tarts. tarts. Oh my gosh! And they sparkle and they're delicious. Yeah, I've looked at those online and they do look good. And the uh, fast passes I do have for Hollywood Studio are going to put me there in the morning, so I'm definitely going to try and get some breakfast. Do it. Yeah. And mobile order. So the line is usually pretty long at Woody's Lunchbox. Make sure you mobile order because it's super easy. You just you step up there, order on your phone, and then you get to go around to a special window just for mobile ordering. They call your name when it's ready. And you, all you have to do is you click you're there, like on the app, just like if you have the Chick-fil-A mobile order app or anything okay. like that. You, you tell them you're there. They make it. They call your name. It's easy peasy. The only thing about Woody's Lunchbox is no seating. There is not nearly enough seating. And people have terrible manners, and they love to hold tables when they don't have food, and it's a real problem. I mean... I just sit down. What are they going to do? When we went there after Toy Story Land had first opened, you couldn't get to the tables unless you went through the line and had a tray. So I don't know why they've opened it up now, but they shouldn't have. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So don't expect to sit is what you're You may not be able to. You may have to just, uh, I don't know, put your tray on I'm top of a garbage can. I'm fine on the go. That's, been, yeah. that, that's okay. I can walk and eat at the same time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was probably the big take away from the studios uh we we did a little bit of explore the only other thing um i thought about was after we did muppet vision 3d we went into the muppet Don't store see it. Don't and see i'm it. and i and i know i put this on twitter but it's it, it's just it's so sad there is no muppets merchandise they left. don't have the piggy ears there anymore like there Aww. there's one little display that has some muppets plushies and some muppet shirts otherwise that whole store is just random disney stuff there's a lot of stitch for some reason, but that store when we were there in July was all Muppets. Yeah, it was really cool. There, and they there was hats. just a little bit of Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. It. Yeah, there was some Nightmare Before Christmas, but the but rest it of it was all Muppets. Muppets. Yeah, and that's where you got your piggy ears, and they're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's and things are looking likes my piggy ears. Yeah, things are looking bleak for the Muppets. Yeah, I don't get it. It's sad. They could do so much with the Muppets. There's so much like possibility there, and they're just not doing it. Yeah. Anything else you guys wanted to say about the studios? Any tips for Landon? Um, so on Slinky Dog, if you, like, of course, enjoy the ride. But if you look, you can see into Galaxy's Edge. It's true. They have, they've got the spaceship built. Oh, yeah. The the the, uh, okay. the the food truck spaceship you can see it for when it's you go awesome. up yeah on one of the big oh, that's cool. it all looked awesome from from up there yeah you get a really good view into Galaxy's Edge from Slinky Dog yeah well, unfortunately I don't have a fast pass for Slinky Dog so so, uh, so you should probably rope drop Slinky Dog yeah I think I'm gonna have to uh, rope drop for Slinky yeah 
It's everything one. else in Hollywood studio that I want to see, I was fortunate enough to get a fast pass for. But, you know, Slinky Dog, uh, by the time my fast pass window opened, was already claimed. Yeah. And here's the other thing you need to do, though, is watch throughout the day. Because if you use the My Disney Experience app, they release fast passes throughout the day. Additional fast You just passes. have to watch for it and take the time every hour just to look. Landon, what day are you going to Hollywood Studios? I believe that's a Wednesday. Let me pull up. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, I am there Wednesday, April the 10th, and my first fast pass is for Toy Story Mania at 9.50. Because I was going to tell you, on Hollywood Studio Day, I could meet you out there, and we could go to dinner somewhere, because it's not an all-day park anymore. Okay, yeah, for yeah, that now sounds good. Uh, let's see. Boop, yeah, boop, boop. yeah I'm, uh, the last thing I have is Tower of Terror, 12.50 to 1.50, so yeah. yeah. Make sure to do Muppets. Yeah, do the Muppets. Make sure. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. Do Star Tours. They, they need to save the save the Muppets. Save the Muppets. I'm gonna have to speak to a manager. As a matter of fact, do it, please. Yeah, that, those are my those are my thoughts on. And it's true. We ended up leaving what at like four o'clock. Yeah, we didn't stay for long. We didn't stay long at Hollywood Studios. That might be one of the afternoons I head over to Disney Springs. And I also need to double check when my uh, when my Void reservation is because I'm, I'm going to do the Star Wars one. Yeah. The, the Wreck-It Ralph one, I still haven't seen Ralph Breaks the Internet, so that might happen. But the Star Wars one, it's definitely Oh, my okay. gosh. You're going to love it. It's I, so cool. I can't wait to hear what you think about it when you're done. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about our Animal Kingdom Day really quick. Um, so we were determined to get there and actually rope drop Animal Kingdom because we didn't have Flight of Passage Fast Passes. And we were like, we are going to do Flight of Passage on this trip. So we're rope dropping. We got there at what? the park? Let's say the park opened at 9. We were in the park at 8.40. And that's not early enough. because no. Because by the time we got there... We're, so you take a left at the Tree of Light, start heading towards uh, Tree of Life, start heading towards Pandora. There are two entrances to Pandora. The first one is the bridge that goes past the Nomad Lounge. We saw, like, there was a cast member holding a sign, line for Flight of Passage starts here. We're like, all right, let's get lined up. And, of course, we're backed up. We're not even in Pandora. But I was like, I bet you they haven't opened up the show building since the park's not officially open yet. So we're probably not that far back. So then as we start walking towards Pandora, we look over and we can see the bridge that's coming out of Africa going into Pandora. And there's a line on that bridge. And they wanted to tell me that that line's not part and of it. And like, for something else. I was like, maybe those people are lined up for Navi. I don't know. I said, but the thing is, Navi's on the left from where we were standing and, and Flight of Passage on the right. So I was like, but I'm sure we're in the Flight of Passage line. As we started to enter Pandora, it became very obvious that they wrapped us around the back of Pandora, out the bridge, out to Africa, and around, and we were in the back of that line. So it was at 8.40, 20 minutes before park opens, we were probably in a line that was going to be two hours. Yeah. So anyway, we get to the other side. Um, we're coming. We, we're actually headed the right direction, like headed into Pandora from Africa, and we start hearing people saying that the ride's closed. I look on the app, and you can see the ride's shut down. And cast members start walking up and down, and they say, the ride's temporary, cl temporarily closed. We don't know how long it's going to be closed. You can move on and do something else. We can't guarantee that it'll even open back up today. And I told the kids, I was like, look, we were planning on waiting like 60 minutes an hour to ride this. Like, I mean, 60 minutes to 90 minutes to ride this. So... Let's wait just a little bit and see what happens because a lot of these people may clear out and then we'll be up a lot closer. Well, people were clearing out. 
because yeah. cast members continue it. It was like a constant this barrage. This is not a line. <laughs> yeah, they this kept saying this is not a line. It was a constant barrage of cast members walking up and down going, there is no line for Flight of Passage. <laughs> Everyone just... Dis- and I was like, there is one. We're in it. This you is it. Fool. There is no line. They, they were using Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> yeah. To tra- There's no line for Flight of Passage. Go elsewhere. Nothing to see here. It got to the point where we were right up to where the standby entrance is for Flight of Passage, like where the gate was, where they the chains were. a little wall of cast members to keep Yeah, there was a, it really was. It was like a wall. There was a wall. They were like they linked arms. A food, like a little food cart and blocked up one of the roped entrances area with the food yeah. cart. And, it, and if anyone even made the appearance like they were lining up, like they would be sworn by cast There is no line for Flight of Passage. Move along. So... We sat down on like a wall in front of like a little planter. I got we, a, I got a high five for not being in the line. Yeah, <laughs> a cast I'm member a high five, Garrett, because we weren't in a line. We were just hanging around the area because there was no there line. was no line. Yeah, There's no such thing. So so we're hanging out, and all of a sudden, and we start hearing the rumors that what happened was someone pulled a fire alarm, and if a fire alarm goes off on either Navi or Flight of Passage, they have to evacuate both because they're in the same show building. So both rides were shut down, both rides were evacuated, and everybody was just just lost, didn't know what to do. A news helicopter started flying over, so I was like, oh, maybe there is something going on. I waved to it. <laughs> yeah. So so I looked at my watch and I was like, all right, Satu Lee Canteen is getting ready to open in like 10 minutes. Let's Why don't we just go eat? Because all we'd had was like Pop-Tarts. I was like, let's go eat some lunch. And then by the time we do that, we'll come and check and maybe maybe it'll be open. As soon. And we mobile ordered. No, we didn't. We went through the regular yeah, we line. Went, oh, yeah. They, there was no line. There was no line. And it was cool. It was they cool. Did like a, no they did an opening ceremony for Satuli Canteen. Uh, where they, oh, fun. They brought us in and they taught us to speak Navi. I, for, I forgot all of it. I yeah, forgot I it, forgot too. It. <laughs> oh, Sivako, right? Sivako is like, Thank, uh, uh, it's go with strength or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. It's, yeah, that's one of the things they taught us. Anyway, so we're standing there. They make us recite that we're all now, uh, you know, honorary Navi. And uh, and then we get our food. By the way. As soon as we get our food, Flight of Passage opens. As soon yeah, as we, we get our down. food. Oh, look. The light for Flight of Passage is 175 yeah. minutes. I, I open the app. I open the app. It hadn't been open for 10 minutes, and there was already like a 150-minute wait. So I was like, okay, well, I guess it's not meant to be today. So we went and did other things. Garrett. You're instilling me with confidence, Jay. Well, the thing is, if you want to do Flight of Passage and you don't, you, there's two things that can happen. One you're going to need to rope drop, but you probably need to get to Animal Kingdom by eight. like And, and like through security by eight. And then the other thing would be you got to do the, the uh, fast pass trick of checking like every hour and just see if it opens up. Because that worked for Sam. She was able to get Flight of Passage on the day that she was there. If you want it to be in your hands, rope drop. If you want to leave it to chance then check fast pass throughout the day and see what happens. But that's another one of those things that I feel like you've got to find a way to do. For us, we finally got to see the entire Up a Great Bird Adventure yeah. show. Garrett, I wanted you it to talk about this one. Very cool. You're the bird guy, so <laughs> the birds were very cute. Yeah. Um, there was birds a really big evil. bird that uh, pecked the camera, and that bird was amazing. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of macaws that were flying over. But yeah, I was glad we did it. It was a good use of our time. Yeah, it was cool. Yes. I'm not a big fan of birds, though. I don't want them to touch me or <laughs> I'm be near me. I'm a huge fan of birds, and I want them to. 
land on, on you. Me. They should have a bug show. Like, no, I would yes. hate that. I would hate that so I much. I love bugs so much. See, I'm cool with the bugs. The bugs are my friends. Birds are not. Birds can Birds eat, eat bugs. bugs so birds yeah. that's bugs. another negative that I have about birds. Birds beats bugs. And bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wanted to, to say we, for the first time ever, we decided to try to single ride, single rider uh, Expedition Everest because the line was so long. We had fast passes for Everest, but we were like, hey, why don't we try single rider um, and just see how fast we can get on? It said the single rider wait was what, 40 minutes? And it took us 20. Yeah, it was really, really short. It was very it was a, fast. It was a good use of our time. Yeah. The the standby at the time was like um, 90 minutes, I think. Insane. Yeah. And we got on in 20 doing single rider. So, yep. yeah, it was very fast. Garrett and McKenna were on the same train, right? Yeah. Me and Garrett got on the same train. And then I was, I was on a separate. And yeah. I, if you do single rider and you're not awkward, it's always nice to talk to the person that you're sitting next to because it just makes the ride easier for both of you and then after that you may not be a single rider anymore oh wow <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> two more things we did that i wanted to highlight at animal kingdom we did get to finally meet drunk stormtrooper yeah. over at nomad lounge and that was a good time. You guys got your churros that you love so much. Yes. They come with good. this special dipping sauce. They come with a vanilla, and then there's another one that's a chili strawberry dipping sauce. They're so good. I love the sauce. The kids won't use it. I just like the churro. I love churros. We know you love the sauce, Jay. I love the sauce. Dad and then, gets lost in and the then sauce. We were able to snag uh, Kilimanjaro fast passes for the end of the day. Yeah. We we rode Kilimanjaro at um, it was like what seven forty five when we got on the park closed at eight and we wow yeah and, and we didn't get to ride dinosaur like I said several okay, times okay you're right now I'm talking about a positive thing okay, let's focus on the positive dinosaur so we did the sunset safari it was really really cool and animal there were animals out it was a little harder the to lions oh. yeah it was a little harder to spot some of the animals because it's dark. I mean, it was starting to get dark, but but what we could see was really cool. And then, um, as McKenna was saying, as we went around the the lions, Pride Rock, yeah, they were up there, and the our uh, tour our tour guide said to us that if we listen, we may be able to hear because at nighttime when they start to wake up and get active, they tend to roar a little bit at night, and so they didn't do it while we were looking at them. We round the corner, and then they started roaring. Oh, wow. It was re- it was actually really yeah. cool. Okay, so anything else we wanted to say about Animal Kingdom before? So Animal Kingdom was the first day we decided to actually sit down and take an hour break, mm. which was one of the best ideas we had. Yeah, that's a good point. It, and then we started doing it for the other days. So if you're, like, you're running around the park, we get caught up and we feel like we have to do stuff. If you just go and find a little area, you get a drink, maybe a snack, and you sit down in a little enclosed area, like it, like in Animal Kingdom, there was this Joffrey's coffee, and we got some coffee, and then we sat down in this box that had open windows, and it was it was just so nice, and it didn't make you feel as stressed, and it gave your feet a break, and you could get hydrated. It was, yeah, it made it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, it did because what we found was that. Um, around two, three o'clock in the afternoon, we were starting to like hit a wall and we would start to feel, we'd start to feel tired. We'd feel worn out. 
And so it was really good to find a place where you could get a refreshing drink, get a little snack, and then just relax for like, and, and don't rush yourself, like 45 minutes, an hour. And then after that, we realized we felt like totally refreshed. I have something to say about Animal Kingdom. Okay. Hakuna Matata. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> the, the place McKenna's talking about, by the way, was um, Royal Anandapur Tea Company, which is where we got our coffee from. And then there's this little uh, deck that kind of juts out over the, the river where you, if you look off the deck and to the left, you can see where they do rivers of light. And if you look to the right, you're looking towards Africa. But it's like a covered space. And we went and sat there and it was really, really nice and calm and relaxing off the beaten path. And it was, it, it's like across from Yak and Yeti, so you'd be able to okay, find it. Yeah. Um, I, I had reservations for Yak and Yeti. I love that place. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's a that's a good piece of advice, McKenna. Yeah. Enjoy it. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And it also, in the, ma- well, this is the Magic Kingdom, but We're like, moving on to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. There's a fun game, and you can see stuff. Like, if you actually look around and see people playing the game, then you get to see a lot of cool stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We played the Pirates game in Epcot. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. There's two games in the Magic Kingdom. There's Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And then the Pirate. And then there's a Pirate Adventure game. Yeah. yeah. And both of them, they have these little, um, like the ma- the Pirate one has a map and you go to different spots and you actually have to like perform certain activities to complete the quest. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, you have a deck of cards and you actually have to fight villains in different locations. Huh. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You go, all you have to do is go to Town Hall, and they give you a starter pack of Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom cards. They're free, and you can get another pack every time you go and uh, and play. Yeah. And all we, right, I might have to do this. I'm I'm uh, obviously a collectible card yeah. game dork, so that seems like that'd be up my alley. Yeah, we had never played anything like that, but like McKenna said, we did the Agent P uh, World Showcase so cool. Adventure in Epcot. We did all of it, and it was really good. And it's a similar kind of thing, so. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. So, Magic Kingdom, surprisingly, a lot of first time experiences again. Um, so, one of the things that we did was we ate at Skipper Canteen for lunch. Yeah, the Jungle Cruise themed restaurant. Not okay. for tiny children. Yeah, it's probably not. The food is a little more adventurous. I mean, you can get things that are a little safer. I think they do have a kids menu where you can probably get like nuggets and stuff like that. But but the menu should have done that because I was feeling bad. Yeah. <laughs> That was the day Garrett started not feeling great, and we ended oh, up making. Sucks. We got him these chicken Thai noodles that they were I, not good for my throat. I they told were him delicious. I told him they weren't going to be spicy. They were definitely spicy. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, but it was really good. Now this again talked about earlier how your server really uh, influences your experience at the restaurant, and I could hear other skippers going around to other tables, like really making a big deal of like we're skippers, we're telling silly jokes, we're having a really goofy time. Ours didn't do that so much. She was a good server, but she just didn't... Like, she told a couple jokes. Yeah. But, but she seemed like she was new on the job. She was maybe new, and she was low-key, and maybe a little slow. I mean, slow attending, yes. You know, yeah. like, uh, she she wasn't attentive. Be careful with the way I know, you I, things. But, but um, I thought the food was good. I thought it was a cool environment. Yeah, the food was good. And um, I would definitely go back there, but it's just... It's like non-traditional theme park food. Okay. We did the Magic Carpets of Aladdin for the first time. You don't yeah. need to do it. It's a camel <laughs> like, spits on I you. I liked um, making the camel spit on on us. There's yeah. There's a camel that's like just outside of the of the spinny part of the ride, and it's like a constant stream of water coming out of its mouth. So if you fly high enough, you're not going to get hit by it. And Garrett kept trying to make us fly into the stream of water. 
Yeah. Um, to be fair, that's what I would do too. If you're gonna ride a spinny ride, probably ride Dumbo because it's the classic, and we did that too. And mine and dad's elephant broke. Ours was broken. The magic carpets handled better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so the magic carpets. There's two rows of seats. The front row gets to control how high or low you go, and then the second one controls the the pitch of I the think carpet. The second row. I mean, the second one is for the tiny kids. Yeah. Uh, Dumbo only has one row, and you just go up and down. Our our elephant would not fly to the top. It was no. a, it was a disappointment. Uh, I, I was down either. I was flying on the top most of the time. Yeah, you flew all the way up, and you were Garrett was confused why we wouldn't fly to the top. Yeah, I, I called you chickens. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess too. You got to throw the astro orbiters in there because that's another spinny ride. The so, astro oh, that was awesome. Yeah, between the three, you guys think astro orbiters is the best? Mm-hmm. And it's high. Off it's higher. The ground yeah, because it's up on Rocket Tower Plaza, awesome. so it's a better view of the park. If you if you have um, a fear of heights, maybe it's not the best no. idea. Then do like the magic carpets, but it's awesome. It is good, and you ride in a single row. Yeah. On the on the rockets. I think I agree with that. I think the rocket the astro orbiters are the best we spinner. We should have done it. We should have done it. We'll do it next time. We've done it before. We rode the Liberty Square River boat. Yeah. Which is something we've never done. And we me and Garrett I, got I still steam have drops. A, I have a battle scar still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is a true like steam yeah. paddle paddle it boat. It hurts whenever the drops fall on your head. If you Yikes. stand if you stand near the smokestacks, there's a chance that boiling water is going to splash out on you. And Garrett still has a mark where he got uh, a burn on the shoulder. I was getting it on the top of the head. Yeah, and, and they won't tell. They didn't tell you about it either. They, they should probably put signs up. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. definitely I feels mean, like something they should do. I, I it's still on my skin. Yeah. So there's three levels. If you go to the top level, there's a main smokestack on the boat, and then there's two small black ones on either side that are closer to the back. So if you're standing along the rail looking off into the water, like near one of those smokestacks, some of the little drips of boiling water might fly out and land on you. And they were hitting the kids, and I was like, you all are making a big deal out of this, and it's not that bad. And then there were a couple times that I got a a really hot one right on top of my bald head. It felt like a bee. Yeah, and and I was like, all right, that one hurt. I think I'm going to move. <laughs> but here's what I would say about the Liberty boat, the Liberty Square River boat. If you ride it, don't get tied up to like just hanging out by a rail and saying, all right, this is my spot, and I'm staying here the whole yeah, time. explore. We walked around all three levels of the boat. There's like an inner um, inside area. There's like an inside cabin that has some like pictures and stuff you can look at. And then if you go down to the bottom um, level and go to the back, you can see some of the mechanics of how the paddle wheel works and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, walk all over. And, and it's it was a much better experience once we started like walking around, I think. I, like, I think we like, and there's a, a there's a, a voiceover that's telling you a story as you go, a Mark Twain voiceover. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's a cool thing to do. I don't know why I've never done it until now. You don't have to really wait for it because they take a bunch of people all at once. It was good. We did after, after that. We saw the Muppet Show. That's, yeah, that's right. We and we did. So something that I feel like I'm always going to remember. Which I loved the Muppets and it was funny. I loved it. But Sam the Eagle um, welcomed his fellow Americans. 
and others. <laughs> yeah, he said, those are the he words did. that he used. Fellow Americans and, I was like, and oh. others. And he sounded angry when he said others, which is a little dicey, but it was hilarious. Yeah, that show was very funny. It was good. <laughs> they actually do different versions of the show every time they do it. So the one we watched was the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. Yeah. But they tell other stories, too. And so, yeah, it's, it's we great. Were, we were walking past it, and we could hear the... Um, was it the Liberty Bell? Yeah, the yeah. story of the Liberty Bell. It, they call it the great moments in American history. Um, and when they say it, they say great moments in history, history but, but only, only the American, American parts. parts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And where it's located is like if you're, if you're going to Hall of Presidents and you're kind of looking at the entrance to Hall of Presidents over to the right, there's a bit of a, a, like a little alley that kind of goes around. And you can see it's pretty obvious, actually, where the windows are yeah. that they use for the Muppets. Because before the show, they open up the windows. And so you'll see there's like a set of three windows over this building. And that's where the Muppets pop up and do the show. But there's also in the building next to it, sometimes Sam Eagle will be in the circle. Yeah, that's the Hall of Presidents building. Yeah. He, he pops out of that little top window sometimes. But for ours, he didn't. And it was it was a lot of fun. It's like what was it? Ten minutes? Yeah, it was ten minutes. That long. It was awesome though. Yeah, they they rope off an area so you can't like pass a certain point, and we were right up in the front. We had a very good seat for it, so that was that was very cool, and it was a good use of the Muppets. Yeah, and they should do more stuff like that, or maybe give them their own little area too. Who knows? And it's cool to see. I mean, this is the Muppets, and you're seeing them live. Yeah, which is something they could do all the time. Yeah, yeah they could because do different shows like that. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy. They're just Muppets. Yeah. They're just puppets. Yep. No, they're not. They're real actors. Those so. are real actors. Anyway. <laughs> they're real to me. They're awesome. Hashtag save the Muppets. The it Muppets. Was, yeah, it was very good. We did... At our break for this day, we actually went over to Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe and got to spend a little time listening to the sweet tones of Sunny Eclipse and, and, and his astro organ. Yeah, and have we talked about how they should have a little area for like Sunny Eclipse CDs and posters and shirts like right in front of him, like a little merch They area? should. They really should have a merch table for Sunny Eclipse, honestly. <laughs> I would totally be into that. And his um, space angels. The space angels, yeah. So we ended up getting some fries and we got some drinks and that was where we decided to hang out. Also, there's a fuel rod exchange station in in Cosmic Rays, which is really important. You got to know where those fuel rod exchange stations are. And we, we made full use of our fuel rods while we were there. Um, but it's a good place to hang out, recharge yourself and recharge your phone while you're at it. Yeah. Um, and then that's when finally mom got to join us um, that evening and... We ended up riding the TTA with mom. It yeah. stopped. You know what's funny is when we were talking about on the Valentine's episode, the, the going through the like the pitch black parts of the TTA, we got stopped on one of those pitch black parts. <laughs> yeah. Which So was it romantic? It was so romantic. Oh, cool. Yeah, with the kids there and everything. It was oh, great. There was also uh, there was a person behind us with a camera yeah. recording all of it. But then we ended up we really wanted to have a good spot to watch Happily Ever After. And the show started at 9.15, so we went and scoped out our spot at 8. Yeah. And honestly, wow. honestly, if we hadn't done it at 8, we wouldn't have got the spot we got. So if you wow. if you really want a good viewing spot for Happily Ever After, you got to be thinking an hour ahead. I need my spot, at least. 
so we were in the hub and Garrett, you know, one of the things that happens to him a lot is taller people get in front of us and then he can't see anything cause he's still a, a small chicken nugget. So we scoped out a spot. There are fountains on either side of the hub and they have uh, fences around them. And we basically got on the castle side of the fountain with the fence behind us so that Garrett could kind of stand up and like sit on the fence and have like, and plus the way the, uh, the ground is kind of laid out there, it kind of rises up a little bit towards the fountains. So even though there were people in front of us, they were slightly lower than us. So it was a really good vantage point. So even like McKenna and, and Sam, Sam's not the tallest in the world. She wasn't blocked either. This was happily ever after. Yeah. Um, and the the rails were attached to a stone thing that I was able to like balance my arm on so I could kind of stand on the fence. It was like a pillar, so a I stone could, pillar with a yeah. light on top. The I, could, I could see even better. It was really good. It worked out really well. It was a great spot. And actually... Better be subscribed to our YouTube channel because I did record all of Happily Ever After from that viewing spot, and I'll be loading that later this weekend. Uh, quick question. Are you able to hear the show over the sound of you sobbing? Oh, no. No. Actually, it's funny. I don't think I cried this time. I cried. You I did. Always, you I, mean, I didn't cry. So I never back, cry. I cry. Yeah. I, I don't cry ever. I know. You're a non-crier. <laughs> I cry almost every time at everything. I don't I, know. I'm constantly crying. And when I'm not crying, I'm about to cry. Yeah. When you're not crying, you're angry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. T- teenage life. But what we did to pass the time. So we had an hour and 15 minutes before Happily Ever After started. So we ended up getting hot dogs from Casey's Corner. And uh, this, again, a first. I have never had a hot dog from Casey's. Don't get way, a foot long. This, this reminded me, the fries at Disney World are really good. Garrett's a big fan of the fries at Disney. Yeah. Did you get like any of the chili cheese fries or just like I just got the fries, fries, period? He just, yeah, he just likes the fries. All right, cool. I got, brisket was a theme because I ended up getting uh, like a dog that had brisket on top of it. Yeah, mac and cheese wow. and bacon dog. Yeah, yours was a mac oh and cheese. Oh my God. And the footlongs are huge. And they're so salty too. It's, I don't, I didn't enjoy myself while trying to eat it. So here, here's the thing to keep in mind. We were eating on the ground there in the hub in front of the castle, and these are un- if you get a if you get a foot long, it is unwieldy. Like you really need like to fork and knife it, especially with all the toppings and everything. And it just was a little bit inconvenient based on our seating and eating locale. My, uh, you had a regular sized dog, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, my experience was a little worse than it would usually be because I was feeling bad, so everything tasted like death. Right, but that's not Especially a reflection on Casey's. <laughs> that is no reflection on Casey's well, corner. I'm just saying I can't really give a yeah a real the review. mac and cheese and bacon was very good on the hot dog. I shouldn't have gotten a foot long. Yeah. It was a waste of money for me. It's a lot okay. of food. I didn't think it would be as like it was a lot wider than I thought. They're it would be. they're big thick dogs. Yeah, yeah. So I think I mean I was glad I ate all of mine. I ate my foot long, but it was a lot of food. And then we had fries, too. We ended up with too much, probably. But 
that's what I would say to you though is is consider because we took the trays and we took them all the way out into the hub. I was actually like, are we gonna get? Is Disney Police gonna show up and be like, you can't be carrying food all the way out here? I was gonna ask, were you able to take the trays up there without any issue? No problem at all. And and actually, people, uh, we weren't the only ones. To, actually, after we did it, we set a trend because people around <laughs> us started. They were like, where'd you get those hot dogs? Like over at Casey's Corner. And then there was a whole group of people sitting around us with trays of Casey's hot dogs. <laughs> Um, and we just put the trays on top of the garbage can. Nobody said anything. It was like not a big deal. So, yeah. I mean, th- I guess the thing is, you're allowed to bring food into Disney. They can't tell you where you can and can't eat it. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. So, I, I guess it, they would much prefer you to have like the tray and be able to take your trash and stuff like that back. So, yeah. So, it worked out well. So, if you're planning on posting up somewhere so you've got a good view of Happily Ever After... Well, it cooled off on us. It, it, we we did get cool that night for sure. Um, but but grab like go to a quick service, grab you some food, and then just set up and hang out and uh, en- enjoy the evening until happily ever after starts. And it's and I will, uh, it's follow amazing. y'all's advice. Maybe stay away from the foot long hot dog. Just get you a may, regular. Yeah, you may dog. be good with a regular, especially yeah. you know if you're like snacking throughout the day, you probably don't need a foot long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be fine without getting that. Yeah, it's an experience. But it's not the most pleasant one for at least me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and happily ever after was amazing. And then just a side note, after it was over, you know, everybody was tired. They wanted to go home. And I was like, I haven't ridden Space Mountain today and I'm going to go ride Space Mountain. I didn't get to ride Space Mountain on this trip. Yeah. So I booked it over to Tomorrowland. Sam took the kids and they left. And so I ended up, uh, closing down magic kingdom all by myself that night nice um so yeah i was like one of the last people in line that they let in line they closed the line behind me for space mountain Um, yeah because i I was reading online that after the fireworks and the shows are done if you if you're lucky you can get in line and if you're in line they have to let you yeah if you get in line before the official park close time and 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 i did um and then they they cut the line off and then after that I was like walking by myself through Tomorrowland and down, to cool. like down Main Street. I, I made a video of that too um, that I may be able to chop up and put out there. So, so yeah, that was pretty nice. The only other thing we really didn't talk about was uh, I wanted to give a little bit of well, a couple things. One is, did you want to talk some more about Agent P's World Showcase yes, Adventure? I do because um, so me and Dad were in Epcot solo at the time doing it because Garrett and Mom, Garrett wasn't feeling well, so he had to go to the clinic. So they were taking care of that. So I was like, we should figure out something to pass the time. So we're not really going around doing everything without Garrett and Mom. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that on the My Disney Experience app, there's the Agent P game. Is it on that or is it on Play Disney? Play Disney. Not. Yeah. I get them confused. Yeah. I was on there trying to find fast passes. <laughs> you can't get no fast passes on Play Disney. <laughs> but on the Play Disney app, you can go around the Epcot pavilions and there are the Agent P games. And you can play them in any order depending on which pavilion you're in. They're not. It's not in every one. Right. But if you go around and you, you have to go to the spots because it'll ask you what's around the place. And to make sure you're actually there, so you're not just setting it off while people are there. It's really, really, really cool. And Agent P will pop up sometimes, and Doofenshmirtz will pop up sometimes. And my favorite was in the Mexico Pavilion. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, and we don't want to spoil anything no. because it, it it really is pretty neat. Um, the special effects and the different things that you actually get to interact with that actually make things happen 
in reality oh, wow. in front of you. Um, and so we, one of the reasons we did this, like McKenna said, we didn't want to be doing a lot of stuff without without Sam and Garrett. So we were like, "This and is." And some- you did something I wanted to do. Well, well we, we can we'll do it have again. A chance there, to do it. And they're uh, actually, I'm joking around. Different scenarios. Yeah. Depending on it, because I was talking with my art teacher, and he said that he got a coin. It's like the thing turned on itself, and it popped out an Agent P coin. I think you can only get that if you go to like the actual hub we didn't go to the hub yeah they have a there's actually like a kiosk that you can go to before you get started where they'll tell you all about it and tell you how to do it but but we didn't do that we just went right into the game but what i was going to say is that we thought that this would be a good way to pass the time without them missing out on something um and also like i said the parks were slammed so so you almost I told you about Grand Fiesta Tour having like a 45-minute wait. When we were in Animal Kingdom, Primeval World had a 90-minute wait. What? Yes. Primeval World had a 90-minute standby wait. And we were like, are you kidding me? Like, if that's I got to lay down. Seriously? Yeah. We we were actually, when we were in Satu Lee waiting for to see if something was going to happen with Flight of Passage, I was looking around and I was like, oh my gosh, the lines are already so long and it's only like 1030 and we started thinking, like, should we just go to a different park? But the thing yeah. is, every park was slammed like that. So this is one of those things you can do when maybe you don't have fast passes for Soren and you don't want to wait two hours. Why not do the World Showcase Adventure, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of fun, too. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It really was cool. And I wanted to say, so McKenna was talking about the, the Mexico one. The end of that one was her favorite. <laughs> I thought the France one was pretty cool. It was. That was pretty cool. But you can't get over yeah, to that area because they're doing the Remy the Rat yeah. construction. Yeah. The Remy, Remy's Ratatouille Where adventure. Where is he? Where is the rat? Yeah. Um, so they just lit up like a Christmas tree talking about Oh, I'm she's so excited. I'm so, I'm so ready for Remy. So, so it's a little bit blocked off in France, and you can't get exactly where you need to to do some of the activities, but you can still complete you can still the it you out. can still complete the mission, which we did, and it makes a really cool thing happen. It's it's neat. Like McKenna said, the, it'll tell you. All right, you need to. It'll show you a picture. It's like go to this spot, and then when you get there, it'll ask you a question, like what's like, on the side of this crate, or like what. Uh, what color are the curtains or something like that? And you have to answer that to tell it you're there. And then it'll say, okay, you need to look up and to the right, like in the specific direction, because when you press something, it activates, you know, whatever to happen and, and they want you to see it. Yeah. We scared some people because okay. it'll set off noises and no one else knows what's happening. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I did get a kick out of the fact that like some of the some of the effects are kind of loud and sudden, and so people that are just innocent bystanders like, what is happening? <laughs> like they had no idea. When, when we were in uh, <laughs> when we were in Mexico, I heard um I heard a noise, and I looked over, and Agent P was up on a thing. Yeah, and you know I did hear a couple of people who had I guess they must have had no idea that this was something you could even do. We were in Germany. Yeah, and they were like, and are there lasers? In- no, th- what they said was like we're in Germany and we're um, hanging out, and somebody activated one of the interactive spots, and somebody looked up and they were like, "Doofenshmirtz, why do they have to incorporate all these IPs into everything?" It's like, dude, you don't even know what's happening. Like this isn't—they're not like bringing Agent P and and Phineas and Ferb to Germany. That's not no, what's happening. I, I heard, um, I heard someone when we were eating our pretzel, they were like, "Isn't that that pharmacist?" <laughs> Pharmacist. So whenever there's a part where Agent P will pop out of a window 
in Germany, and someone was like, "Do the windows just open in Germany in real life?" Because they didn't see <laughs> Harry. <laughs> like, oh, actually, German windows don't open. Yeah, oh, yeah no, People they're sealed that. shut. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the law. So how how we ended our epic spring break trip? Two things: we went to Marrakesh for dinner mm-hmm. in Morocco, which was amazing. It was so good. Another place that has food that you probably wouldn't typically try. And we asked for recommendations from our server oh, about like what yeah. what should we have. Uh, Sam's strategy is to say, what do you wish people would order when they come in this restaurant? And and he, he recommended a couple of things and we got, it was so good. We got um, lamb with couscous. Mm-hmm. We got beef shish kebab. We ended up getting a couple of different desserts. There was like a um, Moroccan baklava. Um, yeah, which was good. It was really good. And then what was it? was um, beignets. Beignets. They were Moroccan beignets. Amazing. And they were incredible. Yeah. You, If you push down on it and snap it open, there's cream in yeah, the Yeah, there middle. was like a vanilla cream. Oh, my gosh. And you those, put it in caramel. Oh, my gosh. Those would have given the Zeppola a run for the money. They were, they were both very good. Um, yeah. But um, then we rounded it out after dinner. We got a good spot. Just outside the Moroccan Pavilion to watch Illuminations, and again, Illuminations another thing is so cool. Another thing that'll be going away soon. Our our torch we were next to kept going out. Yeah. Our torch did go out a couple times. Again, it was a cool night, so we were close to one of those big torches, and the torch was actually kind of warming us up. We were partially obstructed by a tree. Yeah, but it was it was still you could see everything that was going on. I wouldn't say that Morocco is the best place no. to watch Illuminations. Um, probably Norway, maybe over on that side, Japan might be a good place, China. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, um, we still got a good view of it and, and I will be sad when Illuminations is gone. Uh, do we know when Illuminations is going away? They just keep saying like late summer. Yeah. And they were, we did see them doing construction out in the middle of the, uh, World Showcase Lagoon where they're preparing for the show that's going to replace Illuminations. Oh, and out of all of our visits to the parks, well, it only really affects Epcot and Hollywood Studios. When you're in the parks, you can't really see the gondolas. So this is something that I was thinking about. I wondered how like how it might impact if you're in the parks. Can you really see the gondolas? You can't. In Hollywood Studios, you can't really see them. In Epcot, you can see them behind France. And because because the uh, the station is going to be at the International Gateway, which is right there behind uh, Canada and France, so you can see them coming in. But you know, you can almost suspend disbelief a little bit and be like, you know, there might be gondolas in Paris. I don't know, you know. So Not in I mean, have fun. With it. No, maybe. Who knows? I think it's a little easier to accept them considering you're in a pavilion that's supposed to be in like a city. Yeah. So it's like a mode of transportation. So, yes, it looks different, but it's at the same time, it didn't bother me. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I like the gondolas. I don't have a yeah. problem with seeing them. I think they're cool. Yeah, I like and them, And I too. like Remy the Rat, so he's going to be on one. <laughs> so, yeah. therefore, it's totally fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, gondolas should be fine. I don't understand why, why people get so bent out of shape over stuff like that. Like you said, it's going to be fine. You're at Walt Disney World. Chill out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So uh, we still don't know when uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is going to open. Um, that's still under construction. Once that opens in Galaxy's Edge, I feel like Hollywood Studios would easily be a oh, full day yeah. park. Well, if Star not Wars more. by itself is going to be yeah. a full yeah. day. 
even like, though it only needs two rides it's yeah it's gonna be insane and it's only gonna have a ride when it opens yeah <laughs> yeah but it'll still be like a week spending in yeah. there trying to get in at least so anything else you guys wanted to any pointers tips anything for landon's upcoming trip we need to remind him of make sure a rest in the trip and just look around enjoy it there's so many cool things that you get to see so if you just like observe what's happening around you and you don't if you're not trying to rush then you're going to see some really awesome things there's i saw a lot of things i've never seen before in the parks like just little details mm-hmm. like in the canada pavilion yeah. they have maple leaves on the fence it's really cool i never have noticed that before and if i was rushing past i would have never seen it that's yeah. some good advice i like that the pavilions definitely provide a lot of opportunity to kind of slow down and explore. And like McKenna said, like we've never really gone back into the Canadian and pavilion. So, that's so peaceful. We, we've we never really like gone back into the like back of the France pavilion yeah. or I mean, a lot of them. It's true. The only one we really explored in detail was China to China and Morocco. I think yeah, were the Japan. two Japan too, because we go into yeah, Mitsukoshi, the, the department store. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, aside from that, we hadn't really done a lot of exploring, and there is so much to see. Epcot, you can definitely slow down and, and spend a lot of time. And the Italian pavilion's really pretty. Oh yeah, the piazza is beautiful. Yeah, a long time ago, when I didn't really know much about the world, I thought that the World Showcase had all of the countries in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Garrett. Did you really believe that? Yes. That's funny. And one time, like, a really long time ago, I thought that it was just, like, USA, England, China, and Mexico. And, that and was really the rest. All. And the rest. Except and that. others. And others. <laughs> and others, yeah. So, Landon, what what other things are you kind of thinking about? Do you have any concerns, like, going into your trip or any open questions? Uh, my only concern is I'm not going to be able to do everything, and I'm already... Like I'm, I already feel like I'm running out of time, and I haven't even started my trip. That's my only concern. Okay, and, and my response to that is, you're right. You're not going to be able yeah. to do everything. <laughs> yep. So accept it now, and then just understand that the way that you maximize your enjoyment is just to make the best of what you do get to experience. You know, I, 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 like that. I really think that's my biggest takeaway as I've kind of developed as a Walt Disney World explorer. A wilderness. They need to have that branch of the wilderness explorers. You get your Walt Disney World Explorer badge. That'd be fun. Yeah. But uh, especially when the parks are slammed, you just have to understand like, okay, I've got the fast passes I have. There's currently a two hour wait for, let's say, Tower of Terror. Uh, maybe I don't want to do that because I could take two hours, you know, and, and maybe I could go over to baseline tap house and have a beer and relax for an hour. And that's better than standing in a line, you you know, so just stuff like that. Just remember you're on vacation and enjoy yeah. yourself. And Oh, uh, sunscreen, pack sunscreen, oh, or, yeah. or you got to wear a hat. Um, well, yeah, of course. Like, and I didn't think sunscreen was important. I, the sunburn went away really fast. It, it was fine. And I, <laughs> I still don't want to deal with a, sun, a sunburn on vacation. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Well, yeah, of course, beer, duh. You gotta, I, you probably should take like a refillable bottle and like, if you're going to have a backpack in the park, have a refillable <laughs> bottle. Yeah, I am going to, I am going to either 
take a bottle down or I'm going to buy a bottle inside the park and just constantly fill it up. And yeah, because I know at every cool at every bottles. service table you can ask for free, free ice water. water. Yeah, free ice water, and they do have some of those stations now where there's the fountain, uh, like a water fountain, but you can fill up a bottle. You know, yeah, those oh, are nice. really cool. Um, I, we have one at my school. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, we we don't, but the teachers are talking about getting one. I would say too to pack. Um, if you like uh, like peanut butter crackers or like snacks like Bring that, just snack just small snacks because okay. yeah, because you might be in a line where you're like, I am going to wait this hour because I want to do this thing, but this might be a good chance just to get a little snack because you burn a lot of calories. You're going to do a get lot of walking. Hangry really easily, and when I'm waiting in a line and I haven't eaten, it's the fright's just not fun for me because I'm only thinking about food and I'm like yeah. being mean to everyone. I, I like that advice. Another lesson another lesson I've learned is about souvenirs. I used to take the strategy of let's wait till the end of the trip yeah. to get souvenirs because we'll, we, let's make sure we see everything and, and what if what if I buy this shirt today but then I see one I like better tomorrow? No. That's why that. I never get souvenirs. Yeah, cuz I've trained you the wrong way and I, and we're <laughs> and we're trying to do better. I mean, it was even on the last day of of the park that shall not be named. It was even really hard to get the Hulkbuster thing. But well, you- I, I actually had a similar experience last time I was down at Disney. I saw a souvenir. It was like, man, I'd really like that. No, I, I'm going to hold off. I got a couple more days. I might find something. And then, lo and behold, I didn't find anything I liked yeah. more, and I couldn't get that. Exactly. You, you know what happens to me almost every time? We go through, like, the Tower of Terror gift shop, and I love everything in there. And I'm like, but... I'm going to wait because I don't want to be carrying stuff around and maybe we'll come back. And then I don't and I miss out on cool Tower of Terror gear. And that makes me sad. And it happens every time. This time we went to Memento Mori, um, yeah. the Haunted Mansion <laughs> gift shop. And on our last trip, um, we it went into... It closed. It closed before we could get the stuff we wanted. So this time we went in right after we rode Haunted Mansion and we bought the place out. Yeah. So <laughs> Spirit jerseys. Are for all genders. That spirit jersey is awesome. I have a Haunted Mansion spirit jersey now. It yep. glows in the dark. It says Ghost okay, Host on the front. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty good. And I got my cool new Haunted Mansion shades that were useful because I needed sunglasses. There you go. You know, Garrett got a cool Haunted Mansion shirt. The only thing he regretted is he decided he would have liked to have um, a Pirates spirit jersey. Yeah, I didn't get to see it. Yeah. It has red stripes on it's, it. I think it's cool. It is cool. Yeah. But we'll be back. Very oh, soon. Oh, another question that kind of occurred to me, and this just might be me being stupid and insecure. It's like, I see a lot of like age restrictions on some rides, particularly the character meet and greets. Uh, they say they're like for, for small children. It's like, but, but I'm going to be a 34 year old yeah. man and I want to get my picture taken with Donald. Like, 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 do does it. that make me weird? Yeah. No. no, do like, it. Like, like, like am I going to get like, like you have to go talk to somebody <laughs> after I stand in line? No, when I, no. When I'm okay. 50, I'm going to give my yeah. picture with Donald. Okay, cool. Yeah, they don't, you're going to see when you get there that um, there are plenty of adults that do it without kids yeah. and get their picture okay. made with all right. cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, that, yeah. Again, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, the do other thing too, want. the other thing too is, this, this is just kind of general advice. A lot of times when you look at a menu, it'll tell you that like kids menu items are for kids from whatever to nine or something like that. They don't stop you. Like if, if you decide like you're, you're not that hungry and maybe you just want some chicken nuggets, they're not going to stop you. Like I'm not going to be thrown in Disney no, for ordering off the kids. Menu. They're not like, sir, you are definitely older than nine. You can't have the kid. They don't. <laughs> you can't prove that. Yeah, they don't. They don't do that. Okay. Wear what you want. Eat what you want. Do what you want. As long as you're not hurting anyone else. This is like, McKenna's platform. She's running yeah. for president. I'm running. My name is McKenna. 
and I am running for president. Please vote for me. I will make horses illegal. <laughs> Why? It's a like bold it. strategy. I like it. Horses. <laughs> Somebody's got to run on that platform. Might as well be you. <laughs> well, Landon, I'm very excited for your trip. I hope that you have a great time. You've got five park. You've got five park days. Are you? Did you get park hopper for every day? Oh yes, I did. Okay. So if uh, so, if I do run into a situation where I'm in one park and it's just uh, like I feel like it's capacity, I might you know hop onto a different park and uh, see what that looks like. Yeah. And uh, are you planning on like right now? And maybe you're maybe you're going to be flexible with that fifth day. But are you kind of thinking that you'll return to a specific park, or you're just gonna you're playing it by ear? As of right now, on that fifth day, I do have fast passes for some attractions that I weren't able to get fast passes for. So as it stands right now, I am going to use those fast passes. But I might get to that fifth day, and it's like I kind of feel like I did some poor planning when it comes to fast passes especially if i'm gonna try and rope drop some it's like well my dumb backside has all those fast passes for early in the day now i know once i use them all i can then you know get another one but at the same time it kind of counterproductive for uh rope dropping so uh i don't know it's like i have stuff planned out but i'm just gonna play it by ears yeah that makes sense yeah you gotta be flexible we we made pretty good use of fast passes and don't i would say this about fast passes don't be shy to get fast passes for rides where you don't think you need it. Because even if the wait, let's say, let's say, for example, you could get a, like, for example, Dumbo. Yeah. Let's say you could get a Dumbo fast pass. Um, the wait's only 30 minutes, but you could get a fast pass. And you're like, well, you know, a fast pass is going to save you 20 minutes. I might as well. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're using that rolling fourth and you're in the neighborhood, snag it. The other thing is, as soon as you scan your magic band and you're in the fast pass line, get back on the app because now you can get that fourth again. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's good to know. I thought I would have had to, you know, go through the attraction. Mm-mm. Then they would reel. Okay. Good nope. to know. As soon as you scan it and you're in the line, hop on there and update it, and then you can go start looking for your next victim. Yeah. Good to know. And by the way, shout out to my magic band. Of course, I went with the Lando. Yeah. <laughs> that's very exciting. You've There's got your. You got your one. Yeah, the goofy one's cool. You've got your Hatbox Ghost Ears. You've got your Lando Fast pa- or your Lando Magic Band. Do you do you have any um, Disney shirts you're going to be wearing specifically? Or I did order a uh, Epcot shirt that I'm going to be wearing when I'm walking around Epcot. I think it looks really cool. But other than that, I don't have any okay. shirts or anything. Because you got to dress for the occasion. Oh, I know, absolutely, dude. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean. It's cool that Disney is like, when you go to a day at Disney, it's like going to a, a convention or something, like going to Dragon. Like, everybody dresses up. Like, everybody. You're, you got to. It's part of the experience. You're you in look the, nice for Disney. You're in the, you're in the <laughs> spirit. Yeah, that's how you do it. Well, we'll be very excited to hear your report once you get back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll uh, tell you all, all about it. I'm also going to try and do some social media stuff. I'm going to try and do the hashtag Dawes Does Disney. So, do it. Uh, you we'll know, follow it. Uh, follow, follow that hashtag, and who knows what's going to happen. Hopefully if, fun will be had by all. If, if people want to keep up with your Disney adventure, where should they follow you? Oh, yeah. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me. Landed down. I'm the best. Landed. Sorry, I'm a little bit under the weather with allergies, <laughs> but uh, that's where you can find me on Twitter, 280 characters at a time. Also on a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. 
That's where you can find the as of now exclusively posted Game of Thrones talk, aka God Talk, where myself and Hunter Reese and maybe cousin Kevin question mark will be breaking down each episode of HBO's award-winning series Game of Thrones. Hunter and myself have a complete rundown of season seven, and we will be firing the studio back up for the long-awaited, much-anticipated season eight. And uh, also, might try and squeeze an episode of Near Fall Radio out before uh, Mania. This, I guess six days from now when we're recording it so who knows and also i'm on the phil show on news talk 98 7 nice yeah i hope we can make the mania thing work because <laughs> fingers crossed and maybe with a a special guest who is extremely old <laughs> yeah we'll there has been some uh talk of schedules we're gonna see what we can do because uh, he's apparently a very busy man <sighs> you know, we'll, we'll make Whatever. it work you know these old people they go to bed at like 5 p.m <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they gotta go get their early bird specials <laughs> and like 1 30 in the afternoon <laughs> the funny thing is i don't think that's true about him at all i think he pulls i think he pulls a lot of late nights but uh but yeah i hope we can work it out so we'll see yeah, as as for us you can follow us on twitter at morning monorail at Gummy Bear King 2. At Gummy Bear King 2. I'm I'm both of them. Both of them are me, except <laughs> the one that is normal at Gummy Bear King. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Don't follow we're that. We're coming one. for you. We're on yep. we're on Instagram, Monday Morning Monorail. We're on Facebook. We have a YouTube that I encourage you to subscribe to because there's gonna be a lot of new videos going up. The first one I put up was the Living with the Land, the ride through the greenhouse. If you like living with the land as much as we do. It was a fun little ride, and that's a nice way to, to experience it when you can't be there. I'll be throwing up the great moments in American history with the Muppets. I'll be throwing up uh, Happily Ever After, and maybe a little journey into imagination. So, the, all that and more on the Monday Morning Monorail YouTube channel. So, yeah. they, look, you look like you wanted to say oh, something. Oh, I just wanted to say that you guys can catch me breaking into Target at 3 in the morning. <laughs> So. And uh, my my final words for this one are so um, how about those death claws, huh? So you think you can dance? <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> all right. With that being said, and for Samantha Monorail who had to drop out early, she's no longer here. Thank you all so much for listening. We will talk to you again next week. Bye bye. Say lovey. Merci. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all. Dogs. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs>